0: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code super24. Welcome back to Johnny B show,
1: 102.5 The Bone. We're live Wednesday night, April 12, 2023. Speaking with the most minimal, lowest tone of my voice tonight. Just, uh, you know, keeping my, my voice as fresh as possible for tomorrow. Well, not that it's the the only thing I'm thinking about, you know?
0: no i know i know it sounds good it's kind of like the npr voice a little bit i like it
1: yeah no there was a couple times isaiah made me want to scream and i and i held myself back
0: what what
1: do you yeah. mean over you know excitement when i found out he was yeah. you know he was he was on air with us I, right. was like, I wanted to scream with excitement
0: Yep, i understand i get that
1: yeah uh is he clustering tonight is that's what's happening again
0: no, I think I think that Kelly was not here, so I think in short notice ah. he kind of pinch run. They used to ask me to do that. They don't even ask me anymore. Which, you know, I I don't mind doing it. I'm Not necessarily chomping at the bit to do it either. But I mean, I'll take the hours. You know, those nights.
1: It is weird. I'm gonna. Are you going to uh, clock the hours uh, when we're at the baseball game tomorrow?
0: Ooh, that's a good. It's good, a company event. It is. It's yeah. a company event. I mean... Ooh, that's a really good yeah. question. I yeah. want to say yes. I mean, our, <laughs> if you do, I will.
1: I mean, I'm not saying anything, you know? Wink, wink. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: you know? I got you. I, I didn't mean, really think about that. Like, we should maximize the... I, I don't know how much they pay attention because we submit a time card. It goes into, uh, like, an ADP-type system, think we're saying too much, Will. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Don't even, just forget it. Just
1: 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Has the hotline rang yet? It has, yes. There you go. Well, let's go to him. The man, the legend, uh, he is our movie critic, your movie critic on the hotline. Please welcome T.M. Powell. What's up, buddy?
2: You know, they are probably going to say from 102.5 The Bone, Johnny B., when they introduce you, so technically you're working.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And you know that's what? All I the would, preparation.
2: What... <laughs> so that's just how yeah. I would do it. Once upon a time, I was working three you know different part-time jobs from media and, and uh, you know, with double Rays. It was, I think, double Rays, QI, uh, another radio station, I should say. I was about to, say, <laughs> to call letters with another radio station. And as CW forty four, my old employer, so I know what it's like being hourly. You got to find those hours everywhere you can get them. Yep. Sure Word,
1: enough. son. Yep. Exactly. Uh, speaking of hours, you're putting those hours in at the movie theater, buddy. You're uh, you're really back at it, man. This is. Uh, I mean, I don't remember. It's been years since you've been back at the movies the way you are. Even like pre pandemic, it didn't seem like you were you were getting uh, all the movies. And I guess a lot of that it's because they're they're. They're kind of catching us up from all the movies that they were holding on to. So this is a, a great year for movies. Am I wrong? Are you are you like, are you back at it?
2: Yeah, I mean that's what I kind of told you last year that it, we were going to be loaded probably for the next two years, and it was going to get back to some normalcy. I mean last year, I mean it was still you know we had some big months, but there were lulls. But I mean we just had a March where there's just you know big movies out. I mean Creed three, um, John Wick chapter four, Scream. You know, it's being the highest grossing screen movie in the whole franchise, uh, that new one. And then I know it's technically an April release, too, but I mean, Super Mario Brothers making over $200 million. I mean, that's a lot of money. And I could see on my Facebook page, like just my regular Facebook page, lots of people going to see it, like and putting it up, taking their families, uh, you know, to go see it, and just, you know, a whole bunch of people seeing it. So I could see the momentum for that. Just through social media, like man, you know, everyone's making it kind of like a point to go see it this weekend. I mean, they were expecting like a hundred million over those uh, five days at first, and so I mean, it, it doubled that. That's that's pretty impressive, you know, for a kids' movie. And I get that, you know, you can you know bring the whole family and everything else, but I mean, I still have a feeling there was probably a lot of adults going to this film too. It, it had to have been with numbers like that.
1: I mean, I've uh, I've talked to probably five of my adult friends who have seen it and they all loved it. I mean, really, really loved it. I mean, not one negative thing about it. And now I kind of I kind of want to go see it.
2: Oh, that's what it's turned into, because, I mean, when you make that much money and you see people talking so positive about it, uh, I think that's what you're getting. And, you know, the critics, like I said, they they were kind of split. You know, There, there are people like me who absolutely loved it, thought it was, you know, just this nostalgic love letter to the games. And I just, you know, really enjoyed it. I, I I wasn't taking it so seriously. Like I said, I didn't want like a gritty version of Mario. I just wanted a good version of Mario. And that's what, what I think I've got. But I mean, it's a monstrous movie and it's, it's good for the movies. It really is. I mean, and it's, and they're going to make more of these now, obviously. And I do think it's funny that once upon a time, everyone was losing their minds over Chris Pratt being cast. And I said back then, it will be humongous. Shut your mouth. <laughs> You're yeah. stupid. Ain't nobody boycotting anything. Like John Leguizamo boycotting it. Yeah, it really worked out well for you, buddy. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, this yeah. is just a movie that just transcends generations. So, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me that we're seeing a lot of adults go. And, and this weekend we have more of an adult-based film, like in terms of the new releases. And that's Renfield. Which is uh, basically a genre buster that's a horror comedy uh, with Nicolas Cage's Dracula and Nicolas Holt, who's like in Mad Max. He was Beast in the X Men films. He's Renfield. And if you don't know who Renfield is, in the classic Universal monster kind of universe, he was uh, Dracula's familiar, his helper, you know, the one that hunted down all the bodies. And, right. you know, we've talked about this all year long. Universal has really put out some cool, quirky, offbeat films that have found success. Uh, Violet Knight, Megan. Cocaine Bear. Now this. I'm wondering how it's going to do this weekend. I can't imagine that it costs a whole lot of money to make. But the reviews so far for it are really good, and I would agree with them. I thought it was just an awesome genre buster. It's it's definitely funny. Uh, There's definitely a lot of gore and horror in it. Uh, But also I was impressed with the action scenes. I wasn't expecting the action scenes to be as good as they were. So they've got kind of three different themes all flowing at once. And it all works because I just think everybody buys into it. Everyone knows their assignment. Like, it really could have been silly. And don't get me wrong. It is ludicrous and silly. But I'm talking about silly where it's like, oh, this is stupid. It's stupid in a good way. And it's because Nicolas Cage just buys in. I I think we sometimes forget. Even though he's playing a goofy role, he's playing Dracula and hamming it up and being campy. The guy does have an Oscar on his shelf. Like, he's a good actor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that, too, because, yeah, that's the thing I think about, too. Is he's a weird dude. He's out there, but, I mean, he's got chops. I mean, he's he's done some some really good acts. I mean, y- y- all the way back to uh, uh, Face Off, I thought he was such a good actor in that movie, and I, I don't think he gets enough credit for that, him and John Travolta in that movie way back in the day. Uh, was, like, the first time I was like, dang, this guy can actually act. He's not just... Uh, you know the goofy guy from Raising Arizona, you know, or Con Air, or whatever. This guy's actually really, really good at acting. So uh, yeah, I, I take him serious every single time.
2: Yeah, and he's in like a little bit of a renaissance. It started when he voiced uh, Spider-Man Warren and you know, in, in uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, that that was kind of where we first you know kind of noticed him again. And then he had massive talent, Pedro Pascal, where he played himself. Uh, but this, you know, he's kind of back front and center, and. Like I said, he's awesome, in it. And, I, and I love it that it's kind of like a love letter to those old universal monster movies because, yeah. you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but there are connections to that Dracula, to this movie. Uh, you know, it's almost like they want to play it like a continuation, which I thought was great, and they have a cool little montage for it in the beginning. But, you know, it's a fun movie. Like, Aquafina's fun in it. Nicholas Holt's really good as Renfield. This guy's like this tortured soul that's been, just collecting bodies over the years for this just terrible boss that treats him like crap, but he's in this abusive relationship (laughs) he can't get out of. And he's just great at it. And, you know, like I said, they all get the assignment. They all bought into exactly what they needed to do. And when you're doing a weird genre buster, whether it's something like Zombieland, you know, uh, Ghostbusters is obviously original. You have to buy into this wacky concept and play into it. And I think the whole cast really does a good job of this. I mean, I I would definitely recommend if you're looking to have a good time and, you know, you're a horror fan but want to see some laughs, too. And even if you're a fan of, the, like I said, the old Universal Monsters, I think there's a lot, you know, here for people to enjoy. And if you're a Nick Cage fan, because, like I said, we all kind of joke around that he went away and he's kind of maybe doing some directed uh, DVD movies and, you know, he kind of was a little bit head-scratcher for a while. He still has a big fan base of people who just love him.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so that was the big one this week, uh, and you got what you probably saw that last night, and that comes out this Friday.
2: Yeah, I, yep, saw it last night. It'll come out this Friday, uh, and and then you know it's still it's still going to be Mario. Like I don't see Mario letting up because, like you said, now you have interest in seeing it. I wasn't yeah. able to take people to my screening, so I, I had to go. You know, basically just critics only. It was just us. So like my my family hasn't seen it, and they're just all kind of like, hey, we want to see this now, like. <laughs> So I don't think Mario's going away. To be honest with you, that movie may dominate until Guardians of the Galaxy gets here at the 1st of May, just because it's just getting positive response from crowds that are seeing it and, you know, friends that are seeing people saying they like it. Like I, like I told you last week, Johnny, it's easy to digest, too. It's, it's, it's just a kid's movie that's a lot of fun that both, like, kind of everybody in the family can enjoy. Like, I think that's why it's working so well is – I've said this before. Sometimes we don't need to be challenged. Sometimes you just want to go and have like a little fun vacation at the movies. That's what it was meant to be all along, as an escape. You know, some of these kids' right. movies these days can almost be, you know, crazy, serious, deep, and dark. And you know, and in Kanto, we're not talking about Bruno and stuff like that. Right? Family members. So it's kind of nice to have that, you know, movie that's just kind of a simple A B C task, but also is full of nostalgia and has just a lot for people to enjoy. But yeah, I mean, as you said, we had a pretty big month in March. And then, obviously, a huge movie now in April that's going to dominate. Guardians of the Galaxy on the way in May. I mean, it's just going to fire up across the board. And there's going to be just so many big releases on the way, you know, you know, coming up. I mean, you know, we have a Mission Impossible movie where, if you've seen the previews for that, the stunts just look insane in that. Um, make fun of the Fast and the Furious movies all you want. They make bank, and people show up. I mean, that's, that's why they have made 10 of these movies. And there's so many people in that cast now. It's growing even more like Brie Larson's going to be in it this time around. There's, there's a lot of people. Jason Momoa is returning you know, to this franchise. Uh, and then you know, another superhero movie, I guess, that I have my eye on is The Flash. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of eyes on The Flash where, once again, even though Erza Miller's had all these issues and all these troubles – there's parts of that movie that are going to cross generations and bring it back Michael Keaton as Batman. I mean, Johnny, I know you haven't been thrilled with what DC's done, but I would imagine that excites you a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I think that that was a brilliant move because for people that aren't real interested in the DC, you know, universe, we're going to go just to see if it's 5 minutes of Michael Keaton, I want to see it. I want to be there for it.
2: I don't think it's 5 minutes, Johnny. I think it's a lot more than that. I I think he plays a pivotal role. I mean, there's been talk that maybe he could be kind of like a Batman figure moving forward. I mean, what stinks is like said, James Gunn was, you know, coming in and scrapping projects because he's now going to run DC. And one of the projects they said he scrapped was a Batman beyond film with Michael Keaton kind of as the lead, you know, handing it off to another Batman. I think Gunn had other plans of what he wanted to do with Batman. So, That got scrapped, so that's a little bit of a bummer, but I I don't think it's a five-minute cameo, Johnny. I think he plays an important role in it, and the reason I do is I've seen like the Funko Pops. I've seen the action figures. I've seen the Legos. His version of Batman are are in all those toys, so he's got to play a significant role in it. As I've said before, sometimes these toys can spoil the movie.